Are you feeling anxious about your kids being home all summer soon? Or does it feel like the even the idea of their endless snacking is already stressing you out? Maybe you have been wanting to offer healthy and easy snack ideas all school year, but somehow you find yourself just kind of in a rut with what you're offering your kids because the routine has been so rushed. Knowing that so many of you struggle with this and often feel in ways like these, today's episode we're gonna take time to talk about a tool that is going to make really impressive snacks for your kids truly effortless on you. And the way we're gonna do that is with one tool that I think you really, really, really need to add to your summer survival guide. It might be something that you already have in your house. If not, you have my permission and encouragement to go to HomeGoods, go to Target, go to wherever you wish to find something that is going to excite and give you a little added boost of energy for all the summer snacking to come. Hey mama, I'm Ashley and welcome to the Veggies and Virtue podcast. In this podcast, you will find simple menu ideas, kitchen organizational systems spelled out for mom life and feeding tips and tricks that are both evidence-based and grace-laced. I believe that you can find flexibility when it comes to feeding your family so that you can feel calm, capable, and connected in the kitchen. As a registered dietitian and Christian mom of three myself, I want you to break free from the mealtime battles and to feel equipped while feeding your kids all day long. Pull up a stool at my kitchen counter and let me pour you a cup of coffee and say a quick prayer for you. It's time to chat about the mealtimes, messes, moments, and ministry of motherhood. Recently, we were talking about putting Easter candy out of sight and helping it be out of mind, but still give our kids the perception that it's accessible and available at certain times. Well, today's episode, we are shifting gears from spring into summer, and I wanna talk about one tool that you need to have easy access to all summer long. And I'm going to talk to you about where to store it and how to fill it and how to actually use this to make those really impressive snacks that you often may see people post or share that I promise are actually much more effortless than they appear or that you may assume. And so I'm going to get into all those details and give you some tools to help make it even easier with some shortcuts I already have ready for you. But to start out, I want to walk through what is that tool that I'm even talking about? And that is a tray. I know it seems really basic, but I want you to track with me because there's five different types of trays that you likely already have in your home, but you're not thinking of how to use for snack offerings. And so I'm going to walk through what each of those are, some of the pros and the cons and the opportunities that I see with each so that you can begin identifying, do you have one of these in your home or do you maybe need to pick something like this up? And you can do this at the dollar store or Walmart or you can find one that feels a little bit more fun, maybe a little more seasonally or a little more seasonal or festive at somewhere like Target or Home Goods or TJ Maxx. But whatever one you choose to use, I want you to know how to use it so that you know how to make snacks even more effective this summer. Because as we do this and as I talk through this, hopefully you'll also be picking up how this helps prevent things like grazing. I know that's a huge concern for parents as it comes to summertime. If we're not really clear on what our feeding boundaries are and our routine is really off and our kids are waking up at different times and it's just a little bit more free spirit, whether our kids are at home or at day programs or whatever it might be, we can sometimes worry that we're not set up to be feeding them all hours of the day. And so we just default to letting them grab a snack out of the pantry, 
anytime they say they're hungry. And while there's so many reasons why I would discourage you from doing that, what I wanna encourage you to do is to use this tray to your advantage. So let's talk through how we're gonna do that. First and foremost, the five ways that you can stop grazing your child's grazing this summer is to pick one of these five trays. The first and most simplest option is just something to the likes of a sheet pan. If all you have is a big baking sheet, think like a cookie sheet, it only has one compartment on it, we'll say. It's just one large sheet. You all often see me share this large white platter that I can't honestly even remember where I got. And it's kind of a no-name brand, so I have no idea where it came from, but I use it all the time. And it's a prettier looking sheet pan, but it functions the same. So whether you want to start out with a cookie sheet for proof of concept, or you want to go find some fun rectangle or circular tray that you kind of see as like a serving tray, you can easily add bowls or put little, you know, silicone muffin molds or different little things like that to compartmentalize the snack offerings that you're going to have, but you're going to be setting them all out on there. I traditionally use this when I'm feeding a lot of kids. I'll do this when we have the neighbor kids over in the summer or if they're playing in the back with squirt guns or if I'm offering lunch to a bunch of kids and I don't know what they're going to eat. I'll often use something like this for that capacity. That said, as we know in the summer, sometimes snacks and meals kind of get mixed up and they kind of go hand in hand. And it's more like our kids are eating mini meals than ever truly sitting down and having a big meal. And so this can be a great strategy for you to use for something like lunchtime or, you know, kind of first presenting something like a family style meal where it's kind of like the concept of a charcuterie board where you just put everything out at once and kid, everyone, kids included, can just kind of pick and choose and put things on their plate accordingly. This same concept is true here. And so knowing that most people have a cookie sheet or probably some sort of large serving platter, I want you to pivot in how you approach using that because it may have a really traditional obvious function like baking cookies or making a sheet pan meal. Or it might be a platter that you kind of reserve for special occasions that aren't coming up and around very often. Start bringing it out and seeing how you can just add a lot of different elements to this one single compartment sheet tray or pan or platter and offering up a snack that way. Moving down the line in terms of kind of the number of compartments you may be considering to see, I personally often, as I mentioned, for something like a lunch where there's just a whole bunch of options, I can add the different sizes of bowls or containers or things like that that I need, put a container of hummus on it or a small little thing for dip or whatever it might be. Sometimes a sheet pan or a big platter can be the most versatile However, when we look at snacking specifically, sometimes having something with like say three, four, five or more compartments can actually elicit more ideas for us when it comes to what types of snacks we're offering. But the second thing I'm going to mention is something that would have two compartments. Again, this is likely something you already have in your home. You're just using it in a different way. And this is something like kind of, I'll call it the donut platter. It's one of those chip dip bowls where around the perimeter is kind of like a shallow basin where you could put chips or crackers or things like that. And then the middle is a circle. So I want you to look at a platter like this, again, because you already likely have it in your home and think, how could you use that for snack time? It might be that you put different packaged snacks in one portion and you cut up some fruit or wash some grapes or put something else beside it in around that kind of donut circle. Maybe you are putting something like a yogurt or a ranch dip in the middle. So whatever 
fruits or veggies that they have, they can dip into that. But think about how you already have this platter and how you already likely have this tool in your home and you can just be using it often and effectively to help stop that summertime grazing. When we take that added little initiative to put something out, we're in charge of deciding what, when, and where those snacks are off. So even if we are taking those very same items that we know our child might go reach for and grab on their own if they were sent to the pantry independently, put those in this donut tray and just quickly think to yourself, what else could I put in here to help round out the snack offering? So that instead of just this little bag of goldfish crackers or applesauce pouch that they may immediately reach for, I can add variety, boost the nutrition, and help them to feel full for a little longer so that they're not coming back asking for a snack in another half an hour. So consider that chip donut platter that you might have and you might rarely use and think about how you can include it more often in the capacity of a snack tray. The next one would be something kind of more like a three, four, five container platter. This often is kind of one of those ones that if you could visualize the aisles at Bed Bath & Beyond or any kitchen section of a store, this is going to be those that often do have that center compartment as well for things like a dip, but the perimeter of the platter is already going to be broken down into smaller compartments. So similar to how a package of, as I used the example before, something like goldfish crackers or applesauce pouches, the packaging provides some sort of a barrier between two different foods, or if it's something that's fresh that could get something soggy or wet, sometimes that barrier can be helpful. So a tray like this that you may or may not have in your home, depending on how many like big group gatherings you host, this might be something that has several different compartments around the outside that automatically invites you to think, what are some other things I could be offering? The third and the fourth ideas that I'm going to share with you now are two that I have that hopefully you've seen me share quite a few times before. And the one with the fewer amount of compartments is this very simple rotating spinner tray that I got at Target. The outside perimeter of the platter is broken into four, so it's quartered in sections, and then it has a smaller circle in the middle for things like dip. I got this in the dollar spot at Target. I even bought two of them because I just knew we were gonna love it and that it was gonna serve a lot of different functions in our home. Quite honestly, you could even use it for things like crafts or a birthday party or something else because it does have that spinning nature on the bottom, but it was $5 and I use it all the time for snacks because automatically when I look at it, I think there's five different spots there. What can I fill it with? This is not to create more overwhelm or to add a sense of exhaustion, but if you feel like you're in the rut and you feel totally uninspired with what to offer your kids, having that invitation of compartments to fill is just creating an opportunity and organizing our energy as moms so that all we have to do is fill in the blank. So instead of trying to come up with something new every day, trying to add variety, feeling the overwhelm of scrolling social or the excessive number of ideas we may be pinning on Pinterest or just getting lost in the ideation phase, this gives us very clear clues on how to execute. So this tray, just yesterday, at the time of this recording, just yesterday, I shared on Instagram how I was using it for my kids. I didn't necessarily have a snack plan, but as soon as I had this really easy, simple little snack tray there, as the kids came in and wanted to go into the pantry and wanted to pick things after school, I could say, I'm working on snacks while you guys can unload your lunch boxes. And within the amount of time that it takes three kids to empty out their lunch boxes, put their ice packs away, I already had a snack ready because I just had compartments to fill. And it was very easy and it was very predictable for my kids 
what was available and what was being offered. But it was reassuring to me that every day this could switch. This doesn't have to make sense. Every day I can put different things in different compartments to achieve different nutritional purposes, to clear out different ingredients that we have on hand and need to use up, to offer new variety and foods for my kids to try. But it's not a heavy lift. It's just an obvious visual cue. The fourth one that I was going to mention is something that I got at the dollar store. Of course, there's nicer versions of it, but this is a very simple veggie tray of sorts. This is like if you were to go to the store and to buy a pre-made veggie tray that already kind of had those pocketed compartments built into the plastic, it's almost something like that. Mine almost looks like a flower. I want to say there's probably five or six compartments around the perimeter. There's that inner circle. This is something that, again, all of these tools have more than one purpose. So I'm not saying go out and get this just for snacks and you can't use it for other things. But this is something that I'll often fill for taco night or build your own salad bar or whatever we might have where we need a lot of different toppings, but I don't necessarily want six or seven separate bowls put out. And so here is where I can put a lot of different options, especially if we're having a lot of kids in the summertime. I know at least at my house, I'm often feeding more than just my three. And so if we need a few different options here, I can either fit, you know, six options, two compartments of the same item. So it's really just three items and then something in the center, or I can put out more variety and every compartment can have something different, but there's a little bit more volume of each, or especially if I'm, you know, duplicating the compartments so that it can feed more kids. But this tool for having cost me a dollar gets so much use with so many different applications, including when it comes to summertime snacking strategies. The fifth and final thing I want you to think about as a way that you might be able to use a tray more effectively this summer is the good old muffin tin. You all know I love a muffin tin meal. This is something I've been doing with my kids for years, something that I've shared about for years. And it's an obvious household staple where if you have a muffin tin, whether it be metal, silicone, whatever, you can just fill those compartments. That gives you very obvious compartments of options, just like with the larger tray that I just mentioned that might have say six or seven compartments. A muffin tray obviously will normally have 12, if assuming it's just a standard tray, and you can put two of the same items in there. There's no rules that it has to be 12 different things, but you might put strawberries in three of them and carrots and hummus in two of them and crackers in four of them and whatever that is, nine, then you only have three holes left to fill. So I'll especially do this with having three kids. Rarely am I only putting one compartment of something unless it's a learning it food that I'm really just exposing them to, but I don't expect them to eat as much of because I'm not going to be offering as large of quantities. It's my expectation that they're going to eat it is lower. However, it's a really healthy and easy way to incorporate a wider variety of snacks. And this kind of gets us into what are we putting in each of these compartments? I've thrown out a few random examples of foods that I know are commonly in families' homes or particularly those items that picky eaters may prefer. But here, there is such a wide range of options that you can include. If you have my lunch packing printable, you know that I've already broken down into food groups, fruits, veggies, proteins, grains, and fats that are healthy options that you can include, yes, in things like back to school lunches and when we're in that lunch packing season, but you could easily transfer to something like a summertime snack tray and just instead of putting in containers of their bento box or Ziplocs in their lunch bag, you can just add it to the compartment of these trays. 
I do have a new freebie for you that I'm really excited about. If you ever participated in my back to school boot camp last fall, you know I talked about level one, two, and three snacks. And I have an awesome visual printable. It was kind of provoked, honestly, by my first grade daughter's homework this year because it was broken down into a bingo board. And so there was 20 or 25 different spots that they could choose from one each different day to pick as their homework assignment over the course of the month. And so I've built out these level one snacks, level two snacks, and level three snacks to give you a visual on each square. So if your child wants to get involved in building out these snack trays or in helping give their input on some snack ideas that look appealing to them and that are consistent with their love it, like it, learning it list, and that you as a family want to be offering, they can just see what it is and you can begin incorporating. How could I put this on a snack tray? Or how could I be incorporating this into our snack routine based on some of the considerations of how filling of a snack do you need it to be? Because this is where we really get into diving into when we're looking at what we put on these snack trays and how long we want it to satisfy our kids. If we want to prevent grazing, we need to make sure that we're satiating our kids' appetite. And sometimes this is by means of volume. We all know that our kids could probably eat 30 popsicles in one sitting in the summer. And while each one isn't going to fill them up a lot, it would probably buy enough time that they'd get distracted and think they're full for a little bit longer. But really what we want to be looking at when we're building these snack trays is how are we adding and incorporating and ultimately offering protein, fat, and fiber. So this freebie that I have for you with the level up snack guide simply does that. It helps show you the level one snacks. They're going to be less filling. They're going to have less protein, fat, and fiber. They're all great options. But if you just need something small to hold your child over before a meal, these would be great options. However, if you know that you're about to go to the pool and it's going to be hours until you eat again and your child's going to be expending a lot of energy in the heat and need something that's really going to fill them up for longer so they're not just nagging you for snacks the whole time you're at the pool or begging for a snow cone from the snack shop, then these level three snacks are the ones that are going to give you ideas for what are things that you can do to incorporate more protein, fat, and fiber whether it be in a single, you know, kind of given snack or spread out across a snack tray where you're trying to incorporate a little bit more options. You're trying to promote them eating enough that they're going to fill up in between meals so that they're not coming back and asking for another snack or going back for the same snack in a very short time period. So to get my level up snack guide, or if you want access to the lunch packing printable that I've shared throughout the school year, I'm going to put the links for both of those in the show notes. All you have to do, as with any episode, is to just scroll down below where you play this podcast episode and it'll say show notes and it'll give you the links directly to get these printables for free just so that you can put these as well as whatever your preferred tray is into your summertime survival guide. The final thing I want to add on this topic is where to keep this. Likely right now you keep a muffin tin with all the trays under the oven, or you keep this platter tucked away in case you host a baby shower or for football season, but you're not using these things often. So I invite you to consider once you've washed it, maybe you leave it out or you change where you're putting it so it's so easily accessible. You don't have an excuse to not try this approach, to not begin incorporating more variety, to not initiate this approach to feeding your child in the coming weeks and months of summer. If you need support with this, please reach out again in the show notes. There's a link. You can reach out to me to sign up for a summer snacking strategy session. This is where we hop on a free 30 minute call. We chat through some of the struggles that you're having, some of the areas of opportunity that you 
are seeing maybe I could come and assist you with and give you some accountability and expertise on. And then I walk with you and you have daily access to me Monday through Friday, unlimited access just for these programs. This is not for every client, but if you decide that you want to work together and you want to get your family's feeding environment in order for or during summer, this gives me the opportunity to be available to you at dedicated times so that day after day after day, as you're implementing these new strategies, as you're trying out these new approaches, as you're resetting your home for kids who are home all day, I'm right there with you to answer your questions, offer accountability, and give you advice and ideas that you can implement right away. So if that sounds like something that would help you for this summer, make sure that you click the link in the show notes so that you can get one of the spots. I only have so many spots each week available for these sessions, just so that I am as available as possible for the clients who are registered. But make sure that you go ahead and get on my calendar so that we can book that free call and get you started. I have so many tools beyond the level up snack guide or the lunch packing principle that I would love to share with you. And when we work one-on-one together, it really helps me understand what do you need and how can I show up to provide for those needs with education, with advice, and with accountability as you show up for yourself this summer and as you show up for your kids to say, hey, we may have not done it right or in a way that feels good the whole school year or for the past several years, but we're gonna start now. We're gonna start doing one thing. So today, find your tray and commit to the way that you want to approach summertime snacking so that your kids can have the most optimized nutrition possible this coming summer, but so that you can also have a sense of ease in how you're approaching feeding your kids all day, every day in the summer month. For help from me or to get any of the free guides that I talked about in today's episode, just scroll down to the show notes and click the link for instant access to any of these resources.